If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hello and welcome to the Business of Thinking Big. As always, I'm your host and business coach, Leanne, and I cannot wait to dive into this topic with you. Something that a lot of my clients are working on in this season right now is increasing their conversion rate. Essentially, it is making better connections and making more sales. And as I've been working with these people, there are five quick shifts that have been coming up over and over again. These are simple shifts that you can do that will help put you in the right state in order to attract more of those dream clients. Essentially, in order to get more of the hell yeses that we're looking for. So let me dive in right away. Shift number one is to polish and practice the offer. If you are new to pitching yourself, if you are new to sales, there's a good chance that your offer may not sound as polished or as perfect as it could. And the problem with that is when you don't sound confident about what you're selling, the person on the receiving end picks up on that lack of confidence. So you could be the most gifted coach, designer, photographer, consultant in the world and not get the yes because energetically, you are putting out a vibe that you don't really believe it. 
you don't really feel strong in your offer or your packaging or your pricing. So whatever your offer is, you need to polish that, you need to practice it, and you need to perfect it. When you show up in sales conversations or you bump into someone you haven't seen in a while and they ask you what it is that you sell, what do you do for a living, you should feel confident in sharing that information. And confidence doesn't come out of thin air. Confidence comes with time and with practice. So that is shift number one. When you show up to a sales conversation and you know your offer inside and out, energetically, the customer is going to feel that vibe. Energetically, they're going to be drawn to you because you know your stuff. So that's shift number one. Shift number two that we all need to be making now more than ever is person, not purchase. And what I mean by that is focusing more on the person on the receiving end of the conversation, sharing your knowledge with them and really learning about them, really giving them that one-to-one intimate experience with you. Because if that person doesn't feel like you care about them, they're not going to invest their hard-earned dollars in working with you. I've seen this happen time and again where people will come into a sales conversation and for whatever reason, the person on the purchasing side of things is not feeling good. Energetically, something is off. Maybe they've had a bad day and the salesperson just plows through anyway and shoves their offer down that person's throat. Well, guess what happens? It can't be well-received because that person isn't feeling seen and heard. And I'll even do this in my own sales conversations. If I can see that someone is in a conversation with me and something's just right, or they're focused on something else, maybe they're distracted, maybe their child is in the background and they just can't focus on our conversation, I'll offer to reschedule. I'll say, you know, it looks like you might be having a tough moment. Would it be easier if we just find a different time? And sometimes they'll say, yes, please. And other times they'll say, you know what, let me just deal with this one thing and then I can focus. In any event, you need to be acknowledging the person and not just the purchase you want them to make. You can't just plow through people's feelings. And people can feel that, you know. People can feel when they are being treated like just a sale or just another number, and they don't like it. They don't open up as much. They don't share what they're struggling with. And as a result, they don't care if you can help them because you haven't set the tone that you actually care about them first. That caring about people is more important. Now, more than ever before, we need to be showing people that we actually care about who they are and what they're going through and their unique lived experience. People don't want to feel like just another number. People want to feel like they are the center of your world. And you can do that by making this powerful shift. Person, not purchase. Okay, shift number three is to be organized. Oh my God, there is nothing worse than getting excited about coming and talking to someone about their services only to find they're late, they're disheveled, they don't have their together. 
they look like they're run ragged. They look like their mind is all over the place. Who is going to invest in someone like that? When you show up and you are not on your game, you're not centered, you're not focused, that reads as disorganized. That reads as incompetent, actually. It can read really poorly. And we don't notice these little things. We think showing up to a sales call two minutes late is no big deal. And you're right. It might be no big deal to one person, but to the general public, they are reading us. Before we even open our mouth, before we even share how we can help someone, that person is picking up on our energy. And if we don't feel organized, especially as coaches and consultants, we need to be leaders. And if someone thinks that you are not an organized leader on the top of their game, guess what they're going to do? They're going to go and find somebody else. But if you make this shift, if you come to that call, you're organized, you're on time, you're orderly, you've done your research, you know who you're speaking to, and you're focused on them and their words, guess what? They're going to see you as competent and they're going to see you as capable of solving their problems, which is exactly the energy you want to put out in these types of conversations. Okay, so moving on to quick shift number four, you gotta look the part. And I know there's going to be a lot of people out there who don't love that I'm saying this. And let me be clear, I don't think you have to show up to every sales call wearing a blazer with a fresh haircut and a face full of makeup. That really is not at all what I'm saying here. But I will tell you this. I am currently in the market for a new coach. I'm shopping around and I'm in discovery calls, partly because I enjoy this process and I find the research fun, but also I really am looking for a new coach. I'm looking for a new perspective. And in these calls, it's very interesting to me how these people are showing up and representing themselves. And I had someone show up the other day and it looked like they had rolled out of bed. Love this person dearly, but oh my God, she was basically wearing one step up from pajamas. Her hair was disheveled. It looked like she woke up from a nap for this call. Now, again, I get it. We're living in an age where we can all work from home. In fact, as I'm recording this podcast, I am wearing one of my favorite pairs of stretchy pants. <laughs> I do. I do love my yoga pants, but I also know that when people are investing in me, I'm asking them to spend a lot of money to invest in me as their guide. And if I don't show up as someone who can guide them, what is that saying? Especially when we're talking about any sort of business coaching or consulting, you're helping people grow their business, make more money. You need to look the part and whatever that looks like for you. So if an elevated sense of style is going to help you look the part, then you need to go out and invest in that. If it is just, oh my gosh, my hair is a bit of a disaster. It's time for me to get a haircut, something that's more age appropriate, more stage appropriate, then go ahead and do that. Again, I'm not suggesting you go and create some sort of lifestyle that you can't keep up or that doesn't feel like you. But believe it or not, people like to be in the presence of really attractive people. People like and feel important when they're around people who look important. And this is part of what you're selling. Energetically, 
it sets the tone. When you look the part of someone who knows what they're doing, it can actually go a long way, especially when you're in the early days and you don't have all the years of experience to back it up by dressing the part, by showing up and looking like the person you aspire to be, that will start to attract more of those yeses, more of those perfect dream clients. And last but not least, the final shift that I'm going to share with you is to expect the yes. This is a very different energy. And if you're not sure if you're doing this right, then my best tip to you is go ahead and record your sales conversations or at least your next two or three conversations. You can do this on Zoom. You can ask their permission if it's okay to record it and let them know that it's just for your own research purposes. No one else is going to be seeing this. But by recording yourself in action, selling your services, you can actually learn so much if you're willing to just watch it back. Or if it's just the audio, then listen to it back. At the very least, be comfortable watching yourself in action so that you can identify what isn't working. As part of my services and and what I offer my clients, they are allowed to send me a recording of one of their sales calls and ask for feedback. And the number one thing that I tell them is as soon as they get to the pitch or the part of the call where they're making the offer, their energy starts to die. They Basically, it's as if they're expecting the person to say no. And you can see that. You can feel that. So if you're in a sales conversation with someone and all of a sudden your energy goes from a 9 out of 10 to like a 4 out of 10, they're going to feel that shift. And what I'm encouraging you to do is come into that call with confidence. Come into that call with the mindset of this person is here because they need help and they are likely to say yes. So often we put our dream clients on a pedestal and we think, oh my God, they're so far along. Would they even need me? I don't know. They seem like they've got it all together and they're going to find out that I don't have it all together. And they can pick up on that internal energy or that internal dialogue. We can basically, if we're not careful, talk ourselves out of a sale by expecting a no or expecting an objection, right? This is another version of this. We're expecting someone to ask a lot of questions or to have some objections to the offer. So we're already defending the offer, right? We're already kind of making excuses for the offer before they've even asked a single question. We're anticipating a no as opposed to coming in, showing up, feeling confident in your skin and expecting that yes, acting as if that person is already a client of yours. That, my friends, is a powerful energy. And if you're looking for a little bit more guidance on this, then I want to reference a recent episode I recorded called The Art of Receiving. We will link to it in the show notes. But in this episode, I do a deeper dive into the ways in which we can energetically block good things, good energy, good vibes from coming to us. And it, you know, it talks about a lot of the things we touched on today, but in a much deeper way. I talk about things like not being ready to receive, right? Literally not having your systems in place that you could receive customers. 
I talk about things like changing your mind all the time or sending mixed messages. So this episode really does go hand in hand with that episode. As I say, it's called The Art of Receiving. It just aired a couple of weeks ago at the time that you're probably listening to this. So I highly recommend that you go and check it out. And between that episode and this episode, my hope is that you can start to apply some of these shifts to your sales game. I want you having more sales conversations. And when you do, I want you showing up as the boss that I know you are. I want you feeling good about making offers. I want you feeling good about the people that you're making offers to. So once again, these five quick shifts to getting more yeses are, number one, polish and practice the offer. Number two, person, not purchase, right? Make the conversation about that person. Number three, be organized. Number four, look the part. And number five, expect the yes. If you apply these five quick shifts over, say, the next couple weeks, couple months in your sales conversations, I can almost guarantee you're going to see an uptake in your yeses. You're going to see your sales increase. And guess what? As a result, your confidence is just going to continue to grow. And it's this beautiful cycle I see all the time. The more intentional we get, the more action we take, the more action we take, the more positivity that comes back our way. And that's what I want for you. I hope you take this wherever you are and whatever is going on in your business. I hope you take it. I hope you apply it. And I hope you see great benefits from it. And let me ask you this. If you love this episode and you think it might help someone else in your world, would you please be so kind as to share it on social media? Take a quick screenshot and of course, tag me at Leanne Kim Coach. I would be so grateful to see you passing on this wisdom. That's it for me today. Have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Business of Thinking Big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 